Good morning, and thank you for joining me on this chilly Monday morning. I know I said Sunday in the trailers, but Monday we'll just have to do. We're going to start Monday off right, and we're going to talk about one of the most mysterious and fantastical things that I could possibly think of. Something that still boggles my mind to this day are the different sets of numbers. So you may ask yourself, what are these sets you're talking about? Well, so there are different sets within a set, within a set, within a set. That's crazy, right? Like, get real. So, if it's easier to think about, you can think about a hierarchy system. So, I'm not sure your mathematical background, but there are these things. It's... um, the highest, the biggest, the baddest, the Bowser of all numbering sets, in my mind, is the complex system. This contains numbers like I, which are imaginary numbers. And you're like, okay, dude, like imaginary numbers are like not even real. But in all honesty, without imaginary numbers, a lot of physics, a lot of our world, a lot of our universe wouldn't make any sense. So just think of like literally everything is in the complex number line. Um, Next, a set within the complex number line is the real numbers. These are numbers that you probably regularly think of. You know, when you have, um, when you're dealing with money, like let's say you have $42.67, that's like a real number. So that's like everyday life, money, numbers. Um, It contains rational, irrational numbers. Um, It has pi, which is an irrational number. Um, Why is it irrational? Because it doesn't make any sense. No, just kidding. Um, It's irrational because it just has no end. And something really cool about the real number line is that it's like, It's like the quarterback of the team. You know, it's like, oh, everybody wants to know more about it. We have like a whole class in mathematics, like just dedicated to the to the real number line. It's called real analysis. Um, Usually if you talk to a math major, it's like the baddest class there ever was. Um, But it's very interesting because um, I'll give you one property of the the real number line. Uh, between any two numbers, so let's say between, I don't know, 1 and 2, there's an infinite amount of numbers. There's an infinite amount of numbers. That's crazy. That's so crazy I had to repeat that. So just think, like, 1. 1.1, 1.11, 1.111, 1.11111. You can keep adding a 1 to that 1.11 in the decimal place forever. It just, it's crazy. It's honestly a misnomer because it doesn't seem like it should be real, but it is. Um, The real number line is pretty mysterious. I don't know much about it other than um, it's like an enigma, you know, just like between just that one property is just like absolutely 
mind-boggling thinking about an infinite amount of numbers between two whole numbers. That's crazy. Um, that is absolutely crazy. Um, a set within the real numbers. So we're going down the hierarchy. We're going down the caste system. Um, is going to be rational numbers. So these are numbers like three-fourths, two-tenths, which is also one-fifth, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, just, you know, your, your usual just little cuties. I don't really care for them. But something very interesting is um, when I was teaching pre-calc, people would get just so hung up on this whole idea of something called an exact number. <clears throat> so let's take, for example, uh, one-ninth. One-ninth is approximately equivalent to 0.1111 and trailing forever. So just think of an infinite amount of 0.11111. It's easier to have one-ninth of a pizza than it is 0.11111 of a pizza. So when we're thinking exact numbers, we're thinking in the rational realm, that set. Um, it's just... It, you know, think of fractions, think of things that you can cut up, just numbers that you can cut up, not things. They're like numbers you can cut and then keep cutting and then cut again. It's very interesting. Yeah. And something also that's very interesting is that when the denominator... So what's a denominator? It's the number in the bottom of the fraction. So for example, you have one half, the two in one half. So imagine one half, the two, that's the denominator, right? So <clears throat> as the numerator grows, usually, the rational number gets bigger. But as the, new, as the denominator grows, the number gets smaller. Okay, give, let me give you an example. <clears throat> one half is bigger than one third. So you think about the denominators two and three, right? So one half, one third. Three is bigger than two, right? But somehow, one half is more than one third. That's crazy. It, this is only possible through the division algorithm, which is something we'll get into much later in the podcast. But, um, the division algorithm is, is very, very fun for me, and it's actually pretty much something we use every day, but 
We'll get into that at a later time. So those are the rational numbers. As the numerator gets bigger, the number gets bigger. As the denominator gets bigger, the number gets smaller. So it's, it's cool, it's very interesting. All right, next up we got the natural numbers. Actually, I think maybe we should talk about integers because natural numbers are only the positive half of the integers. The integers are just like, you know, negative one, negative two, negative three, just like your uh, negative infinity. That's not right, but um, just like your negative whole numbers and your positive whole numbers. It also includes zero, so don't forget that. Um, so this is a set within the rational numbers and also the real numbers and also the complex numbers. So we're going, keep going, keep climbing down that cast system. Um, the integers are, is like the, the number one place for us to do mathematics. Yeah, for a lot of the math that I enjoy, that's where we like to stay because we don't have to deal with these underlying properties. For example, in the real number line, remember when I said uh, between any two numbers, there's an infinite amount of numbers? That's crazy, that's like insane. You have to take that into account. And when you're doing high level mathematics, you have to think of all of those properties. So integers is where a lot of mathematicians like to stay because you can extend those properties. See, if you if you make some if you prove something for a lower caste system, it should automatically extend into the lower systems, if that makes any sense. So if you can prove it for one system, you can prove it for the bottom system and you can work your way up. It's like climbing a ladder. So Anyways, uh, let's talk about integers. Integers are pretty cool. You can make whole numbers negative. It includes zero. Zero's pretty, pre zero's a pretty wacky number. Um, zero throws a lot of wrenches into things, but he's cute, so we keep him around. <clears throat> but what does it even mean to have zero of something? You know, like you don't have anything, but it, 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 you know, it essentially represents nothingness, right? It's a zero. There's nothing there, but it's also in the same sense. It definitely does mean something because there's nothing there, right? That's something. We call that the empty set. Just zero is the empty set. That's just nothing. So for future reference. Mm. Last but not least is the natural numbers. Um, these are all of your positive integers. Um, there are some times where zero is included, but that will be denoted, and there are some times where zero is not included. So if we're dealing with the natural number line, we can assume without notation that, there, that zero is not included. Natural numbers are just one, 49, 42. I don't know why I'm on these 40s, but um, numbers like that. 
And if you just think about it for a second, it's very interesting because you start at the natural numbers and you work your way up. You go to the integers and you climb your way up to the rational numbers. You keep reaching and you see the real number line and then eventually you hit the mecca you hit the big daddy you hit the complex number line this is where like things just go crazy now what i challenge you to do is that um you think about these things. Every time you see a number, why don't you place it into one of these sets? So a set. What is a set? It's a collection of things. But in this case, we're talking about numbers. So it's a collection of numbers. It's a set of numbers. Uh, There's a fancy way of writing a set, but we're not going to talk about that because you can't see my writing. So let's say we have the number 78. That is one, that's a number in every single numbering system because it is in the natural number. It, it is a natural number. And, you know, if you go along with this, this hierarchy theme that I'm thinking of, you see that the natural numbers are like the plebs, you know, they're not, they're not really, they're beautiful numbers, great, you know, they work hard, you know, a lot of our life is awesome because of natural numbers, but they're just, you know, they're the lowest tier, they're like the F tier, whatever. <laughs> um, so if it's in the natural numbers, it's automatically in the next system, which is the integers, which is in the next system, and the next system, and it's... It's a complex number. So it's pretty cool to think about. Um, So I challenge you. It's not really a challenge, but just, you know, a quick little exercise. Next time you see a number in any capacity, whether it's in your math homework, in your, your, your science immunology textbook, or um, on your computer, when you're playing a video game, whenever. Next time you see a number, think about what set of numbers is it in. That'd be a great exercise and um, it really gets you thinking uh, when you're going to use these, these numbering systems. Um, I'm Sophia. Thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this podcast.